Awake, not woke. I'm Keith Hansen. Great to have you along. And um, one of the things that I've spent a lot of time in my media talking about, and certainly advertisers and underwriters, have been health care networks. A lot of people concerned about the costs, the rising costs of health care. And now there's a new parameter, and that's COVID and the vaccines. And what are we responsible for? And is my health care provider going to require that I have the jab in order to continue to receive coverage? That's a concern for a lot lot of people. I myself, I've stated for the record, and I'm very proud to say I'm a pure blood. I have not received that jab, nor will I receive that jab. Period. End of story. There are alternatives if you have chosen not to receive that jab, and you're getting feedback, negative feedback, from your health care provider, from your insurance companies. I want to introduce you to Michael Sharman. He's the chief executive officer. Chief uh, legal officer. Chief legal officer. I apologize. Um, of Share Healthcare. Thank you so much for joining us. Well, thank you, Keith. You're organization is really coming into its own at this point, I think. I mean, this is this is a hot-button topic right now. Well, and it is and because of exactly the reason you're mentioning. Our, our purpose, Share Healthcare, is to help an individual, a family, or a small business have a tool that gives them medical freedom, financial freedom, and religious freedom. And aren't we all just clamoring for freedom now? We, we see the need for it. We see over in Ukraine, single moms are saying, I will fight to the death. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that's freedom. And here we've had our freedom muscles so uh, flaccid uh, because we've been going for comfort and convenience as opposed to conviction. So addressing your concern Im- immediately about do we require vaccines, do we not, share healthcare is if, if your doctor thinks it's appropriate for you, recommends you it. You put your mic up to your mouth a little bit. All right. There we go. So there we go. Start over. If, you're, if your doctor thinks it's appropriate for you, and if you agree with that, have the vaccine. If you don't want that, you don't need to. There's, it's, that's an entirely neutral decision for share healthcare. Now, I don't know what the numbers are, truthfully, at this point. And I don't, as far as information sources, I really don't know who to trust when it comes to how many people have chosen to get the jab, how many people haven't. I, I, I still um, I try to stop myself every time I, I default to using that word vaccine because it's right. really not, not a vaccine. vaccine. Right. Um, it's, it's, we can do a chorus of that. It's, it's not a it's vaccine. It's not a vaccine. We should, we should write a song about that. Yes. Um, it's experimental gene therapy. Yes. And there's a lot of people, myself included, who, listen, I, I'm just a, I'm a logical guy. Um, I like to take information. I like to run it through my own analytical framework and arrive at a conclusion that's right for me. You mean actually do a common sense scientific analysis of it? Uh, yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. I mean, and, and geez, I mean, evidently I'm the fringe, radical, right-wing, yes. tinfoil, yes. helmet-wearing conspiracy theorist because I want to know more information about right. the chemical that the government wants me to put into my body, which could have potentially life-altering or, in some instances, life-ending consequences. That's important mm-hmm. to me. I want to know. And we're seeing, you know, this is, let's say, the, the, the tip of the spear of that, that danger of medical um, procedures being imposed upon us and then if we don't want that medical procedure we have governmental assertions coming up behind it to co- coerce us as I mentioned a little bit earlier we've had let our freedom muscles go you know, just weak 
we haven't needed to exercise them. We see the need now coming out of COVID. We see the need now to assert it at every single level. Share healthcare is just one small way that each individual, each family, each business can do it. We have to be doing it in so many other ways. You know, here at CPAC, we're seeing, you know, row after row, exhibitor after exhibitor, speaker after speaker telling us how we can help move forward the issue of freedom. Share healthcare is just one of those. So let's let's start at the beginning. Because I think there's a lot of people that still don't really understand what shared health plans are. So how exactly does a shared health plan work? And how does that represent savings to the average individual or family who's found themselves buried under exorbitant costs as a result of this genius uh, Obamacare system? So let's just say one day a a pastor in his church says, you know, we've got our, our sister Mary over here. She needs a hip replacement, but she doesn't have the cash and she doesn't have any insurance. Can we just pass the plate and see if we get enough for her? And lo and behold, the church does it. Her needs taken care of. Works so well, the next month the pastor does it again, does it one more time. And he says, you know, I've realized if we each contribute X amount of dollars, all the medical needs of our congregation will be taken care of. That's what Share Healthcare is about at an interdenominational and an international way. You know, it's primarily in the U.S., but if you have missionaries overseas, others... You can go to any doctor around the world because we're for medical freedom, remember? So you can go to any doctor you want, and we're for financial freedom. It's pretty affordable. It begins at 149 for a single, 249 for a couple, 349 for a family of four, and then 50 bucks for each child after that. So it's very affordable, very workable. Um, it's transparent in the sense of very modern. If you were to become a member of Share Healthcare, you'd you'd get a bank account, a literal bank account in your name at Lime Bank in Bolivar, Missouri. It's a physical bank with and it's also a national online banking. So would every other member of Share Healthcare. When you when you or somebody else in the in the ministry, Share Healthcare, has a medical need, their doctor would, would uh, electronically send them uh, us the bill. Our medical reducers would call medical bill reducers would call them up and say, "Hey, if we can send you this money for your hundred thousand dollar bill in twenty four hours or forty eight hours, how much would you take for a reduction?" So right now we're getting reductions of sixty one to sixty nine percent. That's the reduction. So we're paying you know thirty one to thirty nine percent of the bill. That makes it that helps it be very affordable. Doctors love us. Doctors are referring people to us because. We're pretty. We let them choose what healthcare to give to their patient, and we pay faster than pretty much anybody. It's amazing. And how long, if a, if a family is, if a family or is an individual is looking to, to take advantage of that, they want to get into this. How long before they can start enjoying benefits? Is there a is there a lag time? Two months. Two months. Right. Okay. And that's primarily just for us to fund our administrative uh, costs because that that's what occurs in those first two months. But also, we don't want to be the, the lords of all recently diagnosed people. It, it is a protection for us, too, about people trying to take advantage of the situation. So if you have a, a what would be an elective need within the first two months, that wouldn't be shareable. If you have an accident, that is, or, or some emergency need. But an elective one, that wouldn't be. So it's a two-month lag uh, for pregnancies also. 
we don't have any uh, most pretty much any healthcare sharing ministry any any other thing you know you have a long wait before you can have a, a pregnancy shared ours is just two months so what you're saying is if I wanted to get pregnant in three months then I could because it's 2022 there, and I can be anybody that I want to be and men can can have babies now evidently according uh, to no, 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 I don't, I don't think that really is yeah no so you might reject that claim. you might you might have a rent a baby about <laughs> um, so and what you're telling me for a family plan three hundred forty nine dollars and again right. folks this is not this is not an infomercial this is not uh, this is not a paid spot they have not paid us to be here share healthcare is here because of number one medical freedom but number two we believe in presenting options to our viewers and hey listen if you can save some money in the process of doing this that's what it's all about I've had so many people on my radio program who have called in who have written in who have emailed who have said healthcare used to be affordable it isn't anymore my mortgage is $2,500 a month but my healthcare costs for a family of four or five people is in excess of $3,000 a month many times people People are paying more for a healthcare premium that they may not use than they're paying for a tangible like a house. So instead of $2,500, $3,000 a month, a family can have coverage and have peace of mind for $350 bucks a month. That's right. The only change I'd make to that is it isn't coverage. Your bills would be shared with the other folks. I always have to make that so that we don't sound like insurance. We don't look like it. Because what we are not and we don't want to be is insurance. We, we're exempt from Obamacare. Okay. We're exempt from the insurance regulations. And 32 states have passed laws specifically exempting health care sharing ministries. So I want to be very careful that people know this isn't insurance. This is a very well-organized, very systematic way of, of them carrying out their own personal beliefs. Um, I, I guess when I say coverage, I, 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 I understood know, it. Coverage in the sense that I know that I'm not going to be responsible for out-of-pocket costs, right. but I understand too right. that coverage has an got to remember I'm a lawyer, so I got to watch out for that stuff. Legalese. All right. Well, we're, we're, let's let's talk. Move on now. Um, what about? Providers not accepting that. If I walk into a doctor's office, mm-hmm. uh, a friend of mine is a chiropractor, and on her on her uh, counter it says that payment is expected at the time services are rendered. Right. So, is there an issue or a situation where somebody says, "Well, you're part of this health share. No, we need payment before you walk out of the office. Right. We can't let you leave without." Well, with a chiropractor, the person would probably be able to pay for it themselves, and then they can send that in, and and we would have the sharing, but the check would go to them as opposed to the provider. Let's say it's a hospital system. Some hospital systems just, if you aren't insurance, forget it. We're not dealing with you. And so our people would first call them up, give them some references of who they can you know, feel comfortable with. So let's use a real-world example. So anti-ethyl needs a hip replacement. Mm-hmm. Okay. And this is going to be, uh, I don't know, I haven't had a hip replaced yet, so I don't know, $80,000 primary care physician would make the, the referral over to a specialist right. or orthopedic right. surgeon. And then the orthopedic surgeon would get in touch with, or the office for that orthopedic surgeon would get in touch with your offices first to ensure that there is a mechanism for payment in place. That and let's say they just don't like the horse we rode in on. Uh, your healthcare sharing ministry, I don't think that's ever going to work. We want th- their self-pay, because every member is a self-pay patient at, at bottom. So we want cash up front. All right. Can we negotiate the cash up front? We'll still try to do that. And then if they say, yes, here's the price, then we hit the button. That money goes from each one of those member accounts to the one in need, goes from there in a check in their name as a self-pay to the hospital so that they have that money when they need it. You know, we've, we've had friends that uh, had 
you know, needed open heart surgery. And the hospital said specifically that. We don't want any health care sharing ministry. We want our cash. Okay. Here's your cash up front. So we're there to help each one of the members accomplish medical freedom, financial freedom, and spiritual freedom. And because of this proprietary mechanism, we're the only bank, that, that Lime Bank that we've associated with, is the only bank in the United States that has been FDIC approved and Federal Reserve approved to do exactly this. And by the way, if I can just make a plug for Lime Bank, too, is also providing services for industries that have been canceled. Exactly. Uh, for exactly. If you're, uh, if you're a, a, a firearms dealer, right. you're a gun shop, and, and you found that you can't find a bank to handle your credit card processing or your deposit accounts. Line Bank is a federally chartered bank that will not cancel you That's right. for being in a freedom, constitutionally protected industry. Right, and it's a privately held bank of people who are like-minded with us, and the bank has no debt, so it has no pressure that anybody can bring on it to... And, uh, so they aren't going to. If you're if you're a, a convoy trucker and you want to have a bank, go to Lime Bank. But that is one reason. Uh, it, it just works out so well, so seamlessly for our members. Uh, we're there in, in coordination with Lime Bank to make sure that a family and a small business and individual can have integrity in what they're doing and work with people who have integrity in what they are doing. Uh, one thing to, to with the integrity issue, I, I do need to mention, if somebody has a chronic uh, pre-existing condition, they may not want to have us as only their their only method of taking care of medical care because we're not a government that can print money whenever we need it. We're not an insurance company that's uh, allowed to invest reserves. We don't have reserves; it's in each member's account. So if somebody we if somebody has pre-existing chronic condition, we would encourage them get insurance. We're not insurance. Now, we have a number of people who have pre-existing chronic conditions, and they've just said, that's okay. I want to be a member of this. I might do that and this, or only this, and that's that. And again, so just for a point of clarification, this is more for catastrophic, where you're not going to be paying for routine doctor's visits and annual checkups. That, And, I, and I've always said, that should be the responsibility of the individual. Uh, right. People are so quick to say, well, you know, my health insurance has to cover my annual checkup or my teeth cleaning or my eyes. Listen, if you can pump $5 per day into Starbucks coffers, right. you can take that 5 bucks, be responsible, put it into a savings account, and have money to cover an eye exam, a, right. a, a, a dental exam, or a physical exam with your primary care physician. It's the catastrophic, unforeseen occurrences that people need financial vehicles to protect themselves from. Or, or let's use the term burdensome rather than merely catastrophic because it might be that uh, a person just is, is told you need to go get a CAT scan. That's not cheap. But it might be really just as part of that doctor's routine diagnostic care that they're saying this is what I want you to do. But that still isn't cheap. So what we try to do is um, structure this so it fits the biblical idea of each person is supposed to carry their own load. But the community of believers is supposed to help them carry the burden that they can't. So that's the basic premise here. So using uh, the point that you brought up, if the, the, the program is structured so that the family gets to choose how they want to budget, do they want to budget $300 per event that they bring forward first and the rest is shareable? Or do they want to budget $1,000 per event and then the rest is shareable? That's the way it works. 
whatever one they choose, they get the full range of the same services. We have no upper limit, lifetime limit, we have no per event limit, and we have no annual limit. So if people want to learn more about Share Healthcare, what's your website and how can they find out more? Well, remember our name, Share Healthcare, so it's sharehealthcare.com, and then the toll-free number is 844-SHARE-HC, so sharehealthcare.com or 844-SHARE-HC. And it might not be right for everybody, but again, it's a viable option. And I think it's fantastic when you see people, entrepreneurially-minded conservatives, that are coming together and saying, there's a problem with our system, we're going to innovate, we're going to find a way to make something better for ourselves, for our community, and for our community of believers. I think it's awesome. Exactly. That's what it's about. Michael, Chief Legal Officer for Share Healthcare. I appreciate appreciate you, and I want to thank you so much for your time. Thank you, Keith. God bless. Thank you. All right, we are going to continue from CPAC 2022, Awake, Not Woke. I love that saying.